welcome back to another episode of the guys who talk about sports today this is matt your host and we are here joined with brent jesse and steve so this week uh obviously the well two weeks before super bowl sunday uh we only have one pick so we have some other segments in mind but the very first thing we're going to do is talk about some of the picks we made last week now last week so Joe went with Bills Packers. Okay. Way to go, Not Joe. Too good. Yeah. No, strong, strong showing, strong showing. Zach and also Zach and Joe are not here, so I'll just be reading their picks off real quick. Bills and Bucks for Zach. So one out of two, not bad. Um, and then we have Brent with the Chiefs and the Bucks and Matt with the Chiefs and the Bucks. I will remind the audience that these for me and Brent, Chiefs and Bucks, probably around week eight, we did Super Bowl predictions. Does that sound about right? Week seven, week yeah, eight? Week seven, week eight, around that time. <clears throat> yeah, around that time. We did Super Bowl predictions, and those were the predictions for me and Brent. I still claim that he copied me. And as I said at first, that uh, takes precedence, of course. Anything Brent says from here on out would this probably is an ongoing debate. <laughs> this is an ongoing debate, and it's a conspiracy that we've hired private investigators to look into, and we will have... The final report for you guys in a couple weeks. But and now to sing a song, the son of the deceased. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know. Who we are. Now I'm riding shotgun in your car. We drive through the city like explorers going 65. Blowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow, headphones flaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out, dick watch hanging low. Studded belt, hold top, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are. I love you, mom. You're listening to the guys who talk about sports, your golden goose egg for sports entertainment brought to you on all platforms by Anchor. And don't forget to join our pigskin playoff pick'em on mm. ESPN. If you go there that is correct. and search the guys who talk about sports, you can join our free league. You, may, you can make two entries and see how you stack up against the pros. But Matt, we all know you copied me, brother. We all know. But regardless, regardless... It was pretty amazing. You got to say. And I will remind the Chiefs, not too difficult of a one to pick. Oh, but yeah. the Bucks at this point in the season were not looking spectacular. Obviously, yeah, they weren't they looking were terrible. but Kind uh, of plateaued to a certain extent. And people were, people were hopping off the wagon, for sure. Yeah. At the train so, station, they were not getting on the Bucks train. But we. I wouldn't call it a shocking Super Bowl, though. Yeah. No, I, certainly not. But, I mean, like, again, week six or seven, you probably wouldn't have strong. thought. That's, that's, that's a strong that, call the Bucks would be in the Super Bowl. Maybe you would have. I mean, me and Brent did, so there you go. Uh, and then 
also Jesse and Steve, we have a no contest. So they also with Joe and zero and two. Um, yeah. Anything you have to say about that, Steve and Jesse? Um, I mean, I don't know whether or who I would have picked if I really, you know, with, if, with the gun to my head, I probably would have picked the Packers, if I'm be honest with myself. And I think I would have picked the Chiefs just because it was obvious. I, I, I'll, I'll put myself at a theoretical one-on-one. Fair enough. Steve, anything to say for your uh, disappointing week? I definitely would have picked the Chiefs, and I definitely would have picked the Buccaneers, so I don't, I don't know why, what you're ragging on me about. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, there's like, a little sure. pause there. I'm not you're so right. sure. If, everybody's all of a sudden forgetting now that, they, that the Bills got their dong stomped on by the Chiefs. Everyone's forgetting how high everybody was on the Bills wagon. I mean, I picked them to lose to the Ravens. I mean, though. Zach I and Joe, and shit. Zach and Joe aren't here this week, and they will be back next week. And you know, they had some family stuff to deal with, and we urged them to go take care of that. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. But they did. They were Bill's Mafia gang. I will say they were Bill's Mafia gang. You know, they had their tables out. They had their parkas. You know, their their mittens. Whatever you want to say, they were hanging out with that loser that covers himself in mustard. And you got your you got stomped on by Patty Moe. What did I say? I believe I said. As long as Patty Moe plays, there's no chance that the Chiefs lose because, quote unquote, they're dogs. What about Tyreek Hill, Brent? Say something on Tyreek Hill real quick. Tyreek Hill. See, Joe stopped me last week because I kept going down the list naming players. But it's that simple with the Chiefs because they got that many. Tyreek Hill, yards after the catch, probably the best receiver I've ever seen. In the open field, is there anyone? Sean Jackson had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. What about Golden Tate and Deshaun Jackson? I feel like he's a little bit more of like a kind of Golden Tate type build, you know, kind of short and stocky. Tape, I, yeah. I mean, just the way he cuts, though. I'm trying oh, like, because he, yeah. he's a threat downfield. Maybe like all Deshaun, three combined. Like a precision route runner, like a, like an Amendola or whatever you yeah. want to put there. Yeah. And I don't know why, during that game, probably towards the end, I was. Something in my heart was, like, getting going. I thought maybe the Bills were going to make the greatest comeback of all time. I don't know why. When they They've hit that onside that kick. When Josh. they hit the onside kick, though, I was like, they, they have a chance. It's like 1%. But, like, can you imagine? I mean, I don't know. It would have been crazy. It would have been cool to see. Let me go off on a slight tangent real quick. This just popped in my mind. The, I, I think the, the offsides rule is kind of played out because, I don't know. It's like if I'm gonna be like a like a fan, like an annoying like TV fan, it's not very exciting. And also, it's like now the way they've like ruled football, it used to just all be about smacking the hell out of people and then seeing where the ball ended up. But now you can't really do that, so it's just it's not That's a thing. A do you think problem. do you think we should do like the the fourth and fifteen they... thing or move them up two yards or what do you think? There's just got to be a way that they make the odds for recovering it go up, you know? I don't, I don't necessarily like the, you know, fourth and 15 or going for it or whatever that idea they had in mind or proposed a couple of years ago was. There's got to be some way where you can kick it, move the players up, or some kind of, like, formation switch that can up the percentage that you recover an onside kick. Because I agree with you tenfold, Jesse. That shit, it's very outplayed. And impossible. I mean, like I, I, I don't want them to do like some like goofy like you know like XFL stuff. But I also just feel like it's just it's like when they move back the extra point. That, I think that was a very savvy move. Yeah. But they they need something like that for the for the onside kick. 
But to play devil's advocate, don't you think that onside kicks are supposed to be hard? Like, yeah, but I mean, not that is the, you got a point. You got a point. Steve, all right, can, I saw can you the, check the stat was. What's the, well, okay, so this is a different stat, but yeah, if you well, go look down, like though, the Steve, first, it was the first one postseason. It's like definitely been going down, too. Like, it's I said, like, like 2014, certain, maybe. Like, you know, the, the, I, I don't know. It's maybe. Pat McAfee. And you'd have to imagine they're still trying to smack the hell out of the guys. I mean, if you're in the fourth, oh, I mean, sure, you know, if you're in the fourth sure. quarter oh, yeah. with a couple minutes left, I mean, you're not really thinking about, you know, is this targeting or not? Uh, that, that was that was refreshing. The game's over. In the playoffs, not not that I want like I don't want to see people get hurt, but I mean it's a physical game. That like when the playoffs come around, the refs swallow their whiffs a little bit. Oh yeah, they don't want, they don't want to be the guy. Oh yeah, because I was like, what the hell? Kyle was losing his shit that they weren't calling in the Bucks. But that's game. how it goes. Yeah. But- that's how it is in the NBA too, you know. People yeah, they swallow yeah. their whistles when when it's. I go- thought it was a much better game for it too. Yeah, but at the end, you know, when it's something that egregious, if it's if it's egregious and in their face, they're gonna call it. But if it's like a bullshit, there's holding on every play. If you look close enough, there's holding on every play in the NFL. But you're not gonna call it on every single play. You called the egregious stuff. And it was the same thing that happened yeah. in the Bucks and Green Bay game. And I applaud them for letting them play. But at that point, in that point of the game, that shit was egregious. At the end, I'm, I'm referring to the pass interference at the end of the game that everyone was screaming about on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a good call. <clears throat> and if there was missed calls earlier in the game, then that's, you know, get mad about those. But When it's the fourth down now, too, the refs are thinking, damn, I don't want to be that ref like who missed that Saints-Rams call. It, so, I mean, they're in a really tough talk about a brutal there. job. Oh, talk yeah. about I, would, a brutal I job. would never want to be. It's like trying to be a cop in like 2021. Like, just please don't do that. Don't <laughs> that's, do that. that's a tough job, dude. I, I was thinking of that as well. Honestly. I mean, it sounds like a sweet gig, though. They kind of just show up uh, once a week and just uh, yeah, try not to it fuck definitely up. definitely is a sweet gig. They're, they got to be good athletes, though, too. They all played like ball because. Oh, yeah. Gotta I mean, be able to move around. To a certain extent, athlete, they're pretty old. I feel like it's the guys with the yeah, big yeah, egos yeah, that are the biggest problem, you know? Like, obviously, we had the lockout with the fucking refs that were fucking up back in 2012, but... Don't call it right. Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Do they have just backup refs, like, on salary at all times, just, like, waiting to come in? Like, how does that work? Like, in, in case one gets injured, I think they always got, like, a sideline dude just waiting. I mean, don't, oh, have, yeah, but... That'd be a pretty the... sweet gig, honestly. They got, like, a training academy, too. You know, they got they groom people, you know? They go, they're, they're like, reffing, like, you know, the Big South right now or something. And they're like, I'm a D1 making, ref. Making some fire calls. And then they, they call them up. They're like, yeah, you could do a couple, jag- couple Jaguar games. And they're like, all right, good call, good call. And then, you know, like any other thing. But, like, you got to be an elite ref. It's pretty sweet how you can move up the rankings on that. Go from like a D1 AA all the way to the big leagues. They should have a, a 2K ref edition. You just play as we're ref. For like... You're gone! <laughs> that shit's really hard, though. I remember doing basketball Tech. refing in, uh, when I did Harwood's basketball camp. Uh, I did a couple games, and like it, it's really hard. I mean, even when it was like little kids. Like you look at them and like, cause you have to be literally like the second you see it, you got to call it. You can't even think it's got to be like instant. Yeah. And it like, cause if you has it, if you think about it for just like a second or two, then like everyone's gone. gone. The late whistle. Well, this is, yeah. This guy, yeah. A late whistle. And you know, it, and then you're the guy sitting there like, you know, you got to be confident about every call you make and you got to do it like instantly. Otherwise you're just looking. Then you got to go explain it, yourself too. It's like right. being an intramural ref. If they look lost, 
then you're upset. Dude, intramural refs in college would hear the worst of it, and most of it was coming from me. I would let them have it, dude. Those dudes are the worst. Because they weren't, they weren't confident in their calls. They're coming out there on a Wednesday night with a bunch of fucking schmucks. And you got to be confident in your call. Just trying to get some, <laughs> just trying to get some extra meal swipes, and you're just. That's what I'm saying. Like, I respect what they're yeah. doing, but like, if you think I'm not going to heckle you, you're goddamn wrong. Yeah, you're in it. They, they, they should. They, they got to embrace that, like tee up and stuff. Like, oh yeah, get, get him under control. Get him, under get him out of here. I'm going <laughs> to tee up in an intermural game. The... Oh yeah. All right. So, given those picks, um, getting back on track here for a second, I do want to also mention one thing real quick is that I, in the playoffs, the postseason, have been 10-2. and two, And the last six games, I have gotten every single one right. I got all four last week and both this week. That's um, it's just something I'm going to point out. Uh, and playoff games, and they're never easy to call. I mean, there's, you know, there's a couple, but it's not like regular season where, you know, 10 of the games are kind of gimmies, uh, especially when we're not doing. In the playoffs as well. I will say I have been 5-1 and one in the playoffs as well. Five and one in the playoffs. So how many games? Not 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 in the playoffs. Five and one in the last two weeks. In the, uh, okay, in, okay. in the total playoffs, I well, if we're counting our, uh, are we counting the two the two bye games that we gave ourselves during Super Wild Card Weekend? Yeah, we can count those. I think twelve yeah, and two uh, sounds better than ten six. and two. So I'm nine nine and three. Nine and three. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. <clears throat> no ten um, and two, okay. but it's no ten and two. All right, so moving forward, we're now going to give um, some picks for uh, not next week's game, but the week after for the Super Bowl. And after that, we'll also do some more in-depth picks and maybe some Super Bowl specials. So we'll start off with Steve, and then we'll go Jesse and Brent. Let's do uh, – I think – honestly, I haven't even thought about this yet. It's two weeks away. I haven't put any thought into it. but um. It's really tough to bet against Tom in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's really the only thing making me lean towards Tampa awesome. Bay. Uh, but, I mean, the Chiefs sort of seem like they're just destined to win. I think, they, I mean, they've only lost one game where they had their starters out there, and it was to the Raiders. Was just, I mean, fluke game, like, early in the season. Grinders, Bills are a really good team. They dominated the Bills. Um, I'm going Chiefs, but I think it's, it's going to be a good game. All right, Steve, um, Jesse. It's definitely going to be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually coming to you live uh, outside Super Bowl 55, Raymond James Stadium. I think, you know, they're going to let whatever number they said times that by 1.5, you know, maybe two. You know, they're, they're, they're going to pack in some noise there. It's just going to be another thing that people on Twitter be roasting Tom Brady about. Mm-hmm. There's two philosophies that are like the same. You could, you could be like, well, I mean, I just won't bet against the Chiefs. Like, that's a pretty good uh, – recipe and then on the other side like well i won't bet against tom brady that's usually a good recipe but i'm gonna give it to tampa bay um because i mean that tom brady factor even though like he played rather pedestrian in uh against the packers but he's still clutch um the spotlight obviously isn't too big this is like like is like going to walk into the living room for him at this point like it's just craziness I'll, I'll go with the Bucks. Shootout game, great game. Mahomes, everyone plays great, but it's just the mm-hmm. Bucks win by two. 
Okay, Jesse, I have a quick follow-up question on that. You're talking about Tom Brady coming in clutch. You're talking about the Brady factor. Now, I don't know if you watched the game uh, this past weekend, but if you did, you would notice in the second half, um, which is usually second, when you talk about clutch players, you don't talk about playing the first half. Um, I mean, obviously a big game, but in the second half, Tom Brady threw three picks in a row, I believe, and was overthrown. Like he egregiously overthrew like two balls. He was not looking clutch. Not he was looking egregious. bad. I mean, that's, the defense was That's clutch. why they call you Big Data Matt. They call you Big Data Matt because you just you look at the stats at the end of the game and don't realize that his picks are like, it's like third and 12 and yeah. no one's open and the guy's 40 yards down the field and he says, screw it. He just punts with his arm. And so it's like, yeah, it's a pick, but it's like, whatever. He just walks back. He's like, because he's just like, screw it. If he catches it, he catches it. He's done, he's done. And those were the first two picks. And then one was a bad tip. I, bad I'm not tip because of you. an overthrown ball. When slightly, I, when I was slightly them, overthrown. I, I, was, I was like, oh, like this is a, he's not looking very good. But it's like, it wasn't a costly decision. You know what I mean? It's not like a Jameis interception. That's, yeah. you know, that, that's it wasn't costly there. because their defense got three and outs, like back to back to back to back, or if not three and outs, you know, six and outs or whatever you want to call it. The only one that was, I thought was kind of bad when he was getting pressured off the edge. I, I believe a guy came untouched and he just threw it up and he underthrew it. Yeah, that's what it was. And that was the one that got picked. Had he thrown it out a little bit more, I think Mike Evans actually had a chance on it, but he had underthrown yeah, it. Yeah, a touchdown slightly. if he threw it out for, you know, a little more. Yeah. And then the one that was a little bit high and got – it was a little bit high. I wouldn't say it was egregiously high and got tipped and picked it was. off. I can't remember exactly what the third – Hit him in the hand. Was the third one a bad one? Hit him in the fingertips. Uh, it was but, very similar to the first one. No, oh, okay. So he kind of got pressure. Kind of lob it up and, and yeah. go, yeah. Because yeah. so, oh. he's just like, I'm, I'm not taking a hit right now. Because, like – Matt is one to look at the stats is incredible, the But, end, I mean, man. there's got to be some Achilles heel. Like, I feel like if, if you hit him good one time, it might be an issue. Yeah. And they didn't – you're right, Matthew, because it didn't make a difference in the game because their defense stood up and they stopped the run like I said they were going to do. Devin White is a fucking turnover vacuum, bro. He's a beast. Him He's and beast. Le- Lamonte David are running that shit down in the middle. It's fucking sweet to see. And Scotty – Best linebackers in the Miller, league. Scotty Miller stealing mm-hmm. that touchdown before half. That was the game right there. That was the game. So Matt, Matt LaFleur is – um. He's a fraud. I think it, it's a little early to call fraud alert on a coach. But, I mean, that defensive play at the end of the half. Um, then that field goal. You don't at the go end. for it on fourth. Yeah, you go. Wait, you still need a touchdown. I don't. Aaron didn't want to kick a field goal. No, he didn't want to kick a field goal. Did anyone listen and to his explanation at the end? I didn't listen to it. He said the analytics. And you know what the analytics don't account for? Tom Brady. Tom Brady's going to bleed that clock till there is nothing left. And that's exactly what he did. He's done it in countless games before. That's how he wins. Game management. That's like his clutch factor. That's Steven, NCAA 14. Yeah. Melt the clock. I'm watching you, Steve. Yeah, it was an interesting decision because even if they had uh, not gotten it, they would need to stop anyway. And they, I mean, obviously, and they need another touchdown anyway. So, like, I mean, no matter what, yeah, they need another touchdown, right? Jesse, I yeah, no matter what, they need to get alert right here because this leads into what I've kind of been saying all year long about the Flackers, man. I mean, when it came down to it, 
and they came up stacked toe-to-toe with a fully loaded offense, a fully loaded defense. Their roster, which is, everyone is saying, was one of the best rosters in the league. Like, Devontae drops a touchdown. They can't stop a nosebleed. They give up that touchdown before half. And they even get three turnovers. Jair Alexander. I'm not talking about you, Jair. Jair. Baller. Baller. Straight baller. (laughs) Cover corner. Lockdown. Shot caller. Baby, I'm a baller. Shot caller. Baby, I'm a baller. Who dropped the uh, two-point conversion that Green Bay had earlier? Was that that, uh, that rookie Lazard? Lazard. Lazard. Lazard, Lazard had a Lazard. bad game. Lazard had a bad game. It literally hit him right. It just hit him like like a textbook, <clears throat> easiest catch in the world, Yo, and he MVS. just dropped it. And... MVS had himself a game though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He was. I would say he was the best looking player on the yeah. Packers field. Yeah. Even Aaron Jones two fumbles. Come on, Aaron. I mean, I, I knew that was gonna happen, but like. I mean, remember they did the, the, they, they did the same happen. exact thing at at a much worse proportion when they played the Niners yeah, last year. Last year, like they just seduced us all over again this year. Well, at least and they, I would you, you, you've been calling the flack, dude. I wouldn't let them seduce me because last year, Jesse, they seduced me all the way. I was like, "Come on, baby, step in the hot tub." No, nah, not this year. I'm sober now. Oh. I see the light. Oh. So I think it's fair to say then that game. <laughs> that uh, Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, lost that game rather than Tom Brady winning that game. I, think I, that's I, a, I don't think it was a fair Aaron thing to Rodgers say. necessarily, though, because Aaron didn't even play bad. It was just he, yeah, he, you're right. I, he became you're one-dimensional. Right. Like, when you stop the run in a cold weather, in a cold environment like that, and their defense can just sit back and zone. Like, at the end, when everyone was ripping on Aaron when he could have rolled out and run the ball when through the incompletion right at the go- right before when they had to kick the field goal. When you slow it down, yes, it looks like he's open, but God damn it. They're sitting out there in zone. You see them all out there. You think when Aaron's running out there, they're, they're all just going to sit there and watch him. No, they're going to go lay his ass out. So but he could have picked up another, he could have picked up like, he probably went down on like yes. three or the four and then yes. you go up for it on fourth. Yes, you're right. Uh, he probably could have stepped forward. Makes it a different a game. Bit. Now, Aaron's uh, defense to that was that he thought that they would be, he thought he had four plays. Um, and so that's why he didn't point. do that. So, I mean, granted, that's what he said after the fact, you know, you never know oh, yeah. what yeah, he was thinking that, in the moment. That was a terrible decision by the Bucks kick. Well, like, I don't even know why it was a decision. I don't know why it was like a thought that came to his mind. Memory, he caught the ball and he slid. So it didn't hit the two minute warning when he was making that kick return. Yeah, oh, yeah that was, was like, interesting. I was like, yeah. I kind of I lost it there more than anything because I was like, he just gave him another timeout. Like, and he thought he, like, he I, thought he did something smart too. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not giving him any chance to turn the ball over. Like, oh, dumbass, run the clock out. No time. Yeah, but you don't want to end up like Liam uh, when he played you in uh, NCAA. <laughs> and he ended up with the safety. Yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god, that was terrible. All right, so moving, staying on the Super Bowl, but moving to some Super Bowl specials, and then we'll get into, uh, I mean, there's, you know, if you go on any, 
you know, pretend betting websites, of course, there will be hundreds of different bets. So we're going to look at a few of them and, you know, see what you guys think. So I'm going to start off with some specials and then we can do a little bit more serious ones. Um, starting off with the national anthem over two minutes or under two minutes. You can just give your pick. You don't, I mean, if you don't have, you don't have to explain or anything. If you want to, you can. Who's doing it this year? Over. Oh, good question. Good question. Good question, Steve. Look at uh, Steve. Jasmine Sullivan or Eric Church? Do I have to Nick guess, or Church. are they going to no. flip a coin? Like, what was I have no. I just that's what the bet says. It says, "How long will it take Jasmine Sullivan or Eric Church to sing the U.S. national anthem?" I'm gonna look these fools up. No, don't don't think too much into it, Steve. <laughs> oh, dude, I mean, you know, I got to milk it. Well, there's over. a bunch They're of them. We're trying. We're trying to breeze through this thing. We're trying to breeze through this uh, thing. I got the one. Uh, I got the one. Just so you know, the over is even, the under is minus 140, if that, if that uh, affects your decision at all. Yeah, I'm going to go with the under. I don't know why, but I'm going with it. Okay. They're going to soak up every minute they got on fucking TV, Matt. Next bet is National Anthem. During the National Anthem, who will they show first on the Chiefs? Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski? And then on... Uh, and then also, who will be shown first? There's two of these: um, Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. Tom Brady first. Who gets the camera first? Tom Brady before Mahomes. Yeah, yeah he's Tom minus Travis, 150. Travis Kelsey and Tom Brady. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going the same as that as Brown right there. That's a fair take. You got to even it out. I think. I mean, I think Gronk and Tom are more likely to be standing next to each other, though. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So they might get they might get them both in one shot. Yeah. So I might pick that. I mean, you could do some multiple action. I don't know if they allow that, but um, maybe you could get in on that. Yeah, it's a sketchy thing to bet on. I like this one. What is the temperature at kickoff over or under 69.5 degrees? Jesse, how nice is it out there right now? I mean, like, isn't that like yeah. a question for a meteorologist? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just boy. saying. What, I think it's kind of What time does it get around, around, around dusk? Dusk. You know what? I'm, fucking I'm, time I'm, I probably play. I probably play over 69. Nice. Be fair. I don't know why you'd be making the 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 bet this far out from the game. You know, wait till a couple days before when you see the the three day forecast. You know, <laughs> if you were to bet on it. It's a good point. Um. All right. Now there's some picks for the puppy bowl, but I'm gonna skip those because I don't really um, know anything about the puppy bowl. Uh, but now this is a more serious uh, Super Bowl special. We have. Who will be the Super Bowl MVP winner? Now, I do want to, when you're making these picks, imagine that you have $100 mm -hmm. um, and you're betting on them. And Monopoly I'll give money. you, right, $100 Monopoly money. I'll give you the lines um, because obviously, you know, you're not going to go with like Chris Godwin at plus 3,000 if it's just, you know, uh, right or wrong uh, or, you know, one point or zero points. So I'm going to give you, give you the first, I'll give you the first six. Uh, we have Patrick Mahomes at minus 120, Tom Brady at plus 200, Travis Kelsey plus 1,000, Tyreek Hill plus 1,000, Fournette plus 2,500, Chris Godwin plus 3,000. We'll start with you, uh, Steve. I think Tyreek, that would be an interesting bet. I feel, like he, I feel like he's just been balling all season. And plus, there are minus, did you say plus 1,000? Yeah, and this plus, is for Super Bowl MVP. Last time he played yeah. against uh, the Bucks, he had three three touchdowns and like 200 yards in the first quarter. If I'm not mistaken. So, although 
they they may make that you know their game plan then you know don't let this man do that twice exactly but he did burn them to shreds i mean, I mean when it's something like speed you can't coach speed i don't know can't yeah. coach speed man i just like him I don't, you know, no i'm with you is, yeah let me tell you what i think vegas knows something i think leonard fournette might go nuts because you know, he, he's just been such a great player now he's in the super bowl he hasn't really ran much all year, which is like he's been kind Fresh of underperforming whatever he does. And now he's just going to be like, this is going to be the last game of my career. I'm just going to run like There's any time times. to put your body on the line. I feel like yeah, Leonard I think is he's uh, just gonna go. willing. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Coach Fowl. He, he's the one who loves coining the term. Uh, he didn't coin the term, but he loves the term fresh leg syndrome. You know, when a man has either been hurt or maybe been on the bench for most of the year, that's why he's had such a good playoff run is got fresh leg syndrome. Everyone else kind of beat up, kind of tired throughout the whole year. Lenny been chilling. Now he's good to go. Them legs feeling good. They're juiced. He's going to run wild. He might. But I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. Rojo's a dog. Rojo. I love Rojo. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But for me, Super Bowl MVP, Patty Moe, bro. Yeah. Probably. Two time. Easy. Yeah. The soft pick. That's probably what I maybe would Travis. Say. Maybe I, well, I was gonna say Travis, but you know, if, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl and wins MVP again this year, well, he could walk thing. away from he could walk away from the game and be in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, it's true. That's now crazy. here's the thing though, and if Tom, but here's the thing: Tom is plus two hundred in this. If the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, it's gonna be then Tom. it's gonna be Tom. So it's basically plus two hundred. You're getting odds for the Buccaneers to win, pretty much, more or less. Um, I don't, I wonder what the actual money line is for it. It is Buccaneers plus 145. So if you're gonna bet on Monopoly money, of course, Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl at plus 145, you could just put it on Tom Brady to win MVP at plus 200. Basically the same bet. Is that right? Or am I I wrong? I mean, yeah, but like, what if like Scotty Miller does something crazy or something, or like a guy, Scotty Miller's sitting at a pretty 6,600, 6,600. Hammer. Hammer. So maybe, (laughs) uh, so let's see some, uh, some stretch bets. I will say real quick is LaShawn McCoy is sitting at plus 15,000. We have Alex Okafor at plus 15,000. We got Le'Veon at plus a (laughs) thousand. Um, Antonio Brown's only uh, 5,500. Oh, guys. That's some AB interesting uh, picks who, who would you rather see get a get a ring, AB or Le'Veon? Teams aside. Teams aside. Put the feel like, out of your head. Who would you rather see get a ring? AB's more of an asshole. I don't know. Yeah, probably Le'Veon. So AB. AB, AB <laughs> has gotten in trouble for, uh, you know, possible sexual assault and things of that nature, if I'm not mistaken, right? So maybe we're not going to endorse old AB. Let's go, Lady Young. Hey, I, I wasn't in the room. I, don't, I, have, I have no idea. Hey, no face, no case. What's the uh, line on the, on, the, on the kickers? What if Shane Butker just goes like five right. five? So, Her- you mean Harrison Butker? Of course. I was thinking of his brother. Right. Um, He is at, sitting at a pretty uh, 12,500. Oh. I, I might. Um, and I don't think, I mean, like, has that ever happened? Hey, Steve, has, has a... Has a kicker ever won Super Bowl? He did. No, that's that's an educated guess. Okay, that's a fair guess. I always confuse him 
and uh, bandage it. Okay, so I don't think a Venetary uh, did win the Super Bowl, Bowl MVP. I'm, I think, but I think you might be right. 1982, a Redskins kicker won MVP. Mark Mosley. Wait, what the Redskins got? The well, they were the, they were the, uh, the Redskins. I know, I've never heard of them. It's crazy. It, it's a historical statement. What yeah, what team is that? 19, back in 1982. Seems pretty insensitive to me to name a team that after that. Well, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. But... <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, Mark Mosley. Like I don't think anyone's ever been Super Bowl MVP, but that man won the MVP MVP in nineteen ninety two. So that's pretty damn impressive. Average. How did that even happen? I don't know. I'm looking at this man's doing? form right now, and he. he looks... Why is he not your god? He's rocking the single bar helmet. Doing this when they did that. Hey, y'all got Trent Way now. That's kind of your new your new guy. I know he punts, but same kind of deal. He punts right. and fucks. Will Drake be on the stage at the halftime show? No. COVID, look, COVID rules. No chance. Yeah, you're probably right. Yes is plus 500. No is minus 900. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cliff jumper. It's a cliff it's jumper. A cliff jumper yeah. I mean, I would, if I had to, Skiddly if I had to bet, I would, I would go with him now. Here's an I'm interesting sorry. one. How many times will the Patriots be mentioned? Ooh. Under two times or over two times? Over, over, over. Dang, I was th- I was thinking twice. <laughs> I re- like if I could bet tie, I would, but I'll go with under. Dude, at so the end, two if, times so if, only once. Dude, if Tom wins, how many times are gonna name Bill Belichick and the Patriots? Tom Brady's time in New Excludes halftime and time. commercials, live broadcast only, and according what? to Super Bowl transcript. What happens? What happens if they say it's a pack? What happens if they say New England? You know. Well, is yeah, it the amount yeah, of times a... that they say Patriots, or is it like the amount of times the Patriots are brought up or know? referenced? Yeah, because they could be like brought up once and they say the word Patriots like three times. I mean, they could be like it... Tom's been to five other Super Bowls, and like you just bring them up because now you know New England. Was... Yeah, yeah it, it's a silly bet. I mean, I think no matter what, you probably lose. I don't know. Like, yeah. That would suck if you both bet opposite things. If they say Patriots instead of Pats. Like you hear yeah, Patriots you, once, you, you like, wait on another one yeah. time. <laughs> you lose your house and you said New England since you're Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> just at the end of broadcast, just at Patriots. <laughs> Patriots, 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 Patriots. And then one more, uh, one more similar one to that. How many times will Roger Goodell be shown? And the over is one and a half. So will it be shown once or twice? Pound once. the over. <laughs> Think Do you think Al uh, just hammers all these? Cause hammer hammers. the over. I actually heard I, an interesting story about Al Michaels. Um, we all think of him as a nice, cool guy, you know, cool voice, like sound of like Sunday night sports. Geez. I didn't know him and uh, Boomer Sizen used to be on the air together, and they had a falling. They used to commentate together, and then they had a falling out, and that's why Boom had. He literally got Boom fired, basically. Did not know this. My dad was telling me a little bit about it back in uh. What was it? Whatever Super Bowl was, the Rams and the Titans, I believe. Apparently, like, on air, they had, like, a like a little thing where they were going back and forth, and it was just very obvious that they fucking hated each other. Al Michaels was like, get Boom out. Get him out. I kind of like it, though. Things you don't know, though. It's like, kind of some old drama. Dude, they got all kinds of stuff on here. I'm, like, looking at it right now. They have, you can, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense why you would do this. They have, uh, will the price of Bitcoin go up or down during the Super Bowl? 
Like, wouldn't you just like buy the Bitcoin and then see if it goes up or down? You know? <laughs> Why? Why? Where there's no, you know, Vegas is, is taking their slice. Uh, I feel like if you just bought it, you wouldn't be losing that. But and it's pretty even too, so you're basically just paying the tax, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting, for the meme. It's an interesting one. Yeah, for the meme, for the meme. That's been a, a common thing lately with um, financial stuff. A lot of stuff, stocks and stuff. Yeah, a bunch of stuff going on. Um, okay, so unless anyone else has any other interesting bets that they found, um, does anyone? You can bet on whether or not the Clintons will come out as lizard people <laughs> during the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that that's out there. Like the bet just expires, has never has an expiry. I mean, like if, they're ever it, if they're ever gonna do it, it's Super Bowl 55. So yeah, that's, you know, that's what I'm <laughs> For all the people who have uh, open bets on that, um, you heard it here first. Hammer the last hope. <laughs> hmm. Okay, and then actually, here's another interesting one just because this has been talked about. Let's talk about last game and all throughout the season. And this is an even bet directly or completely even whatever you want to call it um minus 120 both obviously the tax man like i said and it is tax. will the chiefs punt or score first Ooh. they don't punt very often they don't uh, it's split down the middle you said yeah right down the middle i, I believe they have to score they have to score a touchdown or just a field goal let me look it up because I could nasty, be wrong on that. Nasty defense. Yep. What will Kansas City Chiefs do first? Score or punt? Minus 120, <laughs> minus 120 for both. Score. Score. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think you're right. I think. Punt. I'm going to go punt. Bucks they do start off slow. Yeah. They do start off slow. Yeah, they start slow. Yeah, I mean, they, they started off slow against the Bills. I mean, when you got Patty Moe, you got no reason to uh, panic. Yep. Don't panic. Don't panic. We'll be right back after these messages. And welcome back to the guys who talk about sports. Welcome to the whipping hour. Uh, no, the first, uh, so going back to the bets real quick, I found one that's actually very, very uh, deep and introspective is, and this is every year people talk about it. What color will the Gatorade be that is poured on? the winning coach. Now I would like to mention that for whatever reason, Vegas, maybe they know something, maybe they don't, but orange is plus plus one fifty. So apparently orange is like big deal. Uh, Clear and water is Is sitting at plus 700. Purple is plus a thousand. Blue is plus 800. Red is plus 225. They have lime green and yellow all in one bet. Package deal for two seventy five plus two seventy five. You gotta think, you know, the the good flavors they're drinking, they're not dumping. So, but I feel like they're gonna keep a red. You just want a Super Bowl. City. You're not like, dude, 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 dude. You could drink that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you, but you try to go find a filled a filled one to go dump on them. You start shaking a couple, like you know, the uh, I see your point. The, the frost glacier freezes are gonna be empty. They gotta go find like you know the. The G2, like, watermelon cucumber one. And be like, all right, here we go, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, with, I'm going with orange. Orange is the best flavor. It has the best uh, color. 
red would just be mean. I mean, having red Gatorade all over you, that's just, that stuff's like toxic, radioactive. Well, well both teams uh, are red. So wouldn't you want to sort of have like a theme? I guess I'm not thinking about that. I'm yeah, thinking purple. I, I think it's a split decision. All right, purple, purple plus a thousand. That's the lo- uh, highest or lowest odds, highest dot, whatever. Least yeah. likely. That's enough of that. Um, so the next segment we're going to move into is a quick one we drew up called where is Deshaun Watson going? Uh, he has just recently, I think as of today, maybe yesterday announced, uh, officially announced that he has requested to leave. Am I right on that? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think his official request went in uh, today. So at this point it's open season on Deshaun Watson and there are our betting lines for it as well. But, uh, before mentioning those, I want to see what you guys think. So let me start with let me start with you, Brent. You seem to have a pretty strong opinion on it. You see that number four on my wall right there? That's going to be Deshaun Watson. You know why? Because he's coming to New York. He said openly that he wants to play for either Robert Sala or Eric Bieniemy. For some reason, Eric Bieniemy maybe he doesn't interview well because people do not want to hire him time after time, and he's Clearly got something going learning under Andy Reid, but besides the matter, Robert Sala, he's building something in New York. Him and Joe Douglas, they finally got the structure right where it's the owner, the GM, and the coach. Not None of this dual reporting to the owners. They finally got the chain of command figured out there. They got draft picks. They got salary cap space. And I think they're in the best position to land a deal that the Texans are willing to take for to land uh, Deshaun Watson. And if the Jets can somehow hold on to a pick or two and not give up too much draft capital, I think that that would be the best situation, and Deshaun would be happy to come to the Jets. Um, I'm just getting a, a, a notification from the FCC that I do also have to include with that statement uh, a disclaimer that Brent is, in fact, a Jets fan. Um, and so <laughs> thank you, man. I mean, take, do with that what you will. I, I won't say anything further. It's just, I'm just trying to follow the law. Regulation. Yeah. Regulation. It's crazy, man. All right. So Jesse, what are you thinking? Crazy or genius? And the Eagles got a shot. <laughs> nah, I mean, no, the Eagles don't need them. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, they I got Carson, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I also don't think the jets are desperate enough to get them. Cause I mean, obviously it's going to be a high price. Um, and there's, dude, there's so many quarterbacks on the move. Like, I feel like I say this every offseason, but this one is true. Like, the, the amount of people this that are going to be bouncing true, around, <clears throat> Jared Goff, um, someone new in Indianapolis, um, Drew Brees is out, um, Deshaun's moving, Rodgers might be moving. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a free-for-all. And, um I bet I'll end up on the Patriots. That's a good. That's a good bet. That's kind of what I was thinking as well, Steve. What do you think? I mean, the Texans don't necessarily have to trade them away. I mean, I don't. I don't know if they make a move like immediately. Like, I there's a ton he of said quarterbacks. He's never going to play another down in Houston. Like he's very yeah. adamant that he. Is do you think like like is this is this bet like all right? Where is he going to land eventually? Because I don't know if teams are going to be, you know jumping at the gun to trade away their whole entire like life savings away. You can choose. No, you can choose. No, uh, he stays on the Texans, but that only hits if 
Um, he is playing on the first game of the season. Well, next the, year. the thing you guys oh, are, oh, the oh, thing you guys are failing he's to, on the Texans to take into account is the fact that he has a no trade clause in place. So he has to agree wherever he goes. So if anybody is in contact with the teams, they know that Deshaun Watson like wants to go there. If things ever do get serious and the Texans don't have a leg to stand on, they have no leverage at this moment. When you, it's kind of like when, when the Knicks had Porzingis and, he wanted to go like when you know that your star player wants out. There's nothing you can do. You don't look have at a, look at a trade talk. You got a young James Harden from the from the same city. They're probably both just sitting around on the couch like, "Ain't this some bullshit?" Like we are ballers and we can't do anything in this crap city. So they just fled. Maybe he'll go to New York too. End up on the New York Jets. There I mean, that'd be spicy. Mm. What about San Francisco? They're Joe making a move, but I think they're making a, a Matt Stafford or an Aaron Rodgers type move. A Rod. Yeah, so I'll West read Coast the offense. I'll read the lines off real quick. Uh, uh for that. It, we got Jets at plus two hundred. That's the highest one. So yeah, Brent, congratulations. You know, he might be having some uh, Deshaun in your future. Now we have the Dolphins at four hundred, Saints slash 49ers, both at plus eight hundred, uh Panthers, Patriots, nine hundred. Broncos, Colts, Rams, 1,000, Falcons, Washington, Bears, Jaguars, Washington. plus 1,200. And after that, it's not even worth reading off. because he's. I could see him going to D.C. too. D- D.C. would be nice. That's what uh, – I mean, according you to Steve, got kids the draft football too. team you is got kids to draft too. short. Bro, we got Heine. Heine. Jesse, would you rather have Deshaun Watson right now, age 25, or Trevor Lawrence? Sean Watson, just because Sean Watson. it's, a, it's yep. a safer bet. Yeah. Steve? Like, you, you know this guy's a ball. proven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably go to Sean, too. It's an interesting. I'm really curious. If you guys out there are fans, let us know. We'll leave a question up on our story when we air this episode. Who would you rather have? Deshaun Watson right now when he's 25 years old, in his prime, or Trevor Lawrence? Possibly like, why would you, the like, best prospect of all time coming out of the draft. We're talking about risk. him like Andrew Luck type. A prospect coming out. Obviously, we all know how Andrew Luck ended, but I'm talking about when he was coming out. That's like saying, uh, and I think this is a very direct and fair comparison. That's like saying, do you want Michael Jordan in his prime, or do you want Zion, uh, Ooh, for, you know, out the draft? Sean is the Michael Sean Jordan Watson of football. Michael Jordan. He is he, the Michael Jordan of football. Multiple times now. I, I, LeBron James. Like, I mean, Deshaun's in this league right now. He is. Top three quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're not including. We're not including, you know, Jesse, Tom you Brady. We're not including analysis. Drew Brees. We're not including uh, any of those guys. Are you talking like kind of like whole body of work kind of thing, like what he's capable of? We're Is talking about. We're talking about right now. Bad just because the team's bad. I'm saying right now you can have any quarterback in the league. You get him for four years. It costs zero dollars. Who are you going with? Deshaun Watson's in that top three, I think. Russell All right, Wilson, I'll, I'll, um, Patty I'll uh, look at these guys and make some projections, tell you whether to buy, sell, or hold. Um, buy, sell, of, or of hold. buy, sell, and hold is uh, brought to you by GameStop, where you can get all your uh, gaming needs at the old brick and mortar, um, like our ancestors did. And um, also the AMC theaters. Um, when the pandemic's over, I heard they have very aggressive plans. Um, really going to redefine the the silver screen. Can we well, throw in uh, Nokia as well? 
Uh, Nokia, yep. Uh, connecting us for years. For years. And uh, shout out I BlackBerry. Mean, BlackBerry's doing a pretty good job over Blackberry's there, Blackberry well. I mean, these are reliable phones. I mean, what? You know, you look great at, you know, companies iPhone, up and right? coming. You know, I mean, who is the first, like, when, when you think about show, groundbreaking so phones, you think BlackBerry initially. I mean, Nokia. Was the first was the first very popular phone before iPhone. When I need a new phone, and I'm wondering, you yeah. know, the different ones I can acquire, can't tell me BlackBerry doesn't come up on that list. Does every time for me, at least. I just got a message uh, coming in from the uh, SEC, and uh, <laughs> we just got shut down. We canceled. <laughs> All right, guys, great show. No, but I do have some uh, notable QBs who could be on the move this coming off season that I just wanted to read off. Deshaun Watson, obviously. We were just talking about him. We got A. Rogers. We got Matthew Stafford. Dak Prescott. Who knows what's going on in those contract negotiations. Sam Darnold. Jet, you know. Don't know what's going to go on with him. Carson Wentz. Uh, Jesse's boy on the Eagles. Jared Goff, you know, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's problems staying healthy. We got Cam Newton, Cam Neuters, Teddy B, Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, Jameis, famous Jameis. Who knows what's going to happen with him? You got Fitzmagic, Alex Smith, who, come on, Alex, just retire. Just, just be happy you can walk, have sex with your wife, you know, like, just go home, live it up. You, you, you played great. You really should hang it up. And then Big Ben, who's got noodle arm and porn addiction. Alex Smith is a great, a great backup quarterback, I think. Yeah, and it's a great story too, but I'm just worried for his safety. I don't want third the man string, to lose his, I don't want the man to lose his leg. I really don't. I really don't. You know, like I I like him a lot. And he played great. He really did. And if you yeah, imagine to be the guy. You guys have him in that playoff game, I think you maybe win. I think you maybe win. You have him completely healthy not completely healthy, but healthy in that playoff game. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh the the Buccaneers scored at will on us. And Heineke did a great job. I think that he played better than Alex Smith would have. Yeah, he did. He sort of played out of his mind. He was, he was yeah, he was playing like Alex, Alex, except he had mobility. And he's a, he's a true baller. He's Deshaun the next. is top three. Deshaun is top three. Got to give it to him. Deshaun is top three. Thank you. So that's. You got to put Mahomes at one. And number two, I mean, it just kind of depends. You could, Russell's got to be in, in there. Yeah, you could, plug Russell, you could plug in Aaron Rodgers in there. Jameis Winston, um, of course. And I think Deshaun's better than Josh Allen, even though he, he had a fantastic year. What about Ryan Fitzmagic, MVP? <laughs> He's such a savage. Such a dog. How old is Josh Allen? He's 24. So he's about the same age. For some reason, I thought he was like, Three years younger than Deshaun, just because he looks. No, he came like, out the same year as uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Yeah, he looks like he's like sixteen. But baby, I know. Uh, I know Derek Carr's um, uh, stock uh, margins have been on the rise, but I'm I'm a little cautious about this upcoming market. He's really losing market share. Um, John Gruden is very volatile. He's proved that in the past. So I'm gonna sell uh, Derek Carr. Bye. My dogs are going crazy. So I would sell Derek Carr and uh, buy Matthew Stafford while he's cheap. 32 years old. People just think he's been around for forever, so he's probably done. I love I mean, Matthew I Stafford. I mean, I could ball for four more years. At least. He's going to be one of those guys that's going well into his late 30s, maybe early 40s. It's hard to tell because 
Like he, he's, he's been beat like up, Big though. Ben, you know, he, he has been body beat on the up line in the Motor which City. Is why you love him? Yeah, that's what happens in Detroit. You just get jumped. All right, here's a quick question on for you. Right. On the football field, we had talked about this a couple weeks ago. Mentioned it, and I wasn't there last week, so I didn't talk about it. But as this year, uh, someone who just retired, we were talking about uh, Philip Rivers, Hall of Fame, first ballot, yes or no? Not first ballot. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week. It's not even what, getting what would you say? Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, I mean, I I was thinking no, but I looked at his numbers, and they're hard to argue with. I think if you finish, I was this. I told Sprint, if you finish your career, and you are, if you finish your career in the top five of passing yards and passing touchdowns. Why would you yeah, not bro, be but, the first ballot? You can't tell me that like the way you measure is like because he's not better than Joe Namath, but obviously Joe Namath's numbers are like guards compared to like what happens today. The way the game is designed now, but it's like I don't know. I don't know. Numbers are important. The numbers are great, but it's also like gotta kind of weigh in the OGs too, because it's not like when people pass Jordan on scoring, they're like, oh, he's throwing Jordan, which like probably like John Moran will end up doing or something like that. Yeah, and, and it's like a counting stat. Like the man just played forever, and he played in like a very pass-heavy, you know, time. So obviously he's gonna rack up like ridiculous numbers. But if you like a baller to the first sure. league year to year. I mean, but it's like, I can't, I can't, like, I can't put Stafford in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's got great numbers, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to make the Hall of Fame wide open. I'm being a little stingy. All right, so let me read you, let me read you really quick then the top 10. So, Bill will sit at five, and I'll read you the top 10. You tell me if there's anyone in this top 10 who you think wouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Okay. He said no to Philip. he said five. Let me, show, let me tell you about his company. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben, Eli Manning, and Matt Ryan. All won Super Bowls except for Matt Ryan. Eli Manning and Matt Ryan. Eli Manning's going to get in when he's, like, really old. And right. Eli's first ballot. He won two Super Bowls against the Patriots. First ballot, Eli's getting in. Don't fucking sit first? there. Yes. Yes. What? Bro. Yes. Flacco in. Put Flacco in. Uh, whatever. Flacco? Flacco won one, and it wasn't against Super some Bowl of the MVP. greatest teams all I mean, time. Saw that throw to Jones in Denver. Yeah, I, mean, the yeah, I mean, I mean, Flacco had a great deep ball, but Eli won two, two Super Bowls against the Patriots. One of them was one of the greatest teams of all time, quote unquote, undefeated. Yeah, but like undeniable. I, I, think, I think, I think, I think Plexico won that. I think it's one Justin of the top Tuck Super Bowls of all Michael time. David won that. Oh, I guess t- David Tyree. Yeah, but he's won. just a. Did you see the play with David Tyree, Jesse? He gets away. They I did. Crawling on his back. What about that throw to Mario Manningham in, in 2010 or 2011, the next one? That dime to Mario Manningham won the Super Bowl. Don't sit here and fucking tell me that that wasn't Eli. Well, Say what you, you want about the man. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Jesse. Okay. Well, all right. First, I think y'all are... I to compare him go- to Joe Flacco, bro. Come on, come on. I bro, understand. You don't, put, you don't put you don't put Flacco in that system. He don't get a bowl. He get a bowl. He chew on a bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying that that team was really good. That D line was disgusting. Like one Dude, of the best. You guys, they were like eight and eight. They're eight. Yeah, they're not into the playoffs because of Eli. I'm pretty sure. 
then he led what? them to two Super Bowls. Against just, Tom, Brent, against Brent, Tommy Brent. B. Against. I just want to make them wait 20 years. I just want to make them wait 20 years. Okay, well, what about second? I want second, to put them on ice. Can, can, what about them on second? ice for a little bit. You yeah. want to put them on ice? Yeah, I want to ice them these, a little bit. But these Let kids. Let them sweat a little these, bit. This these, is the Hall of Fame we're talking about. Okay? I understand that, about, but these kids okay? are going to start acting like you. Be like, you only won two Super Bowls. <laughs> You want to? Do you know how hard it is no, to win a fucking Super? Tom Brady's amazing. He's about to win his seventh. He'd have nine if it wasn't for Eli. He'd be going for his ninth. Think about that. If it wasn't for that schmo that you're saying isn't I mean, a first ballot, Tom Brady would be going for his ninth Super Bowl. That helps a lot. That he's like the Brady, like you know, kryptonite. But Eli, man, I, I, I think yeah, that's just a coincidence. Eli, like, Eli man. A coincidence? There's no such thing as a coincidence. He did it twice. With his mouth open. His mouth's wide open all the time, Brent. I'm not going to let that in first, first ballot. <laughs> Dude, did you, keep seeing his, did, you, did you keep seeing his commercial this weekend with the Reds hot? He goes, I'll put that shit on everything. He was putting it on like fucking... <laughs> he was putting it on a plant. I was dying laughing. He's funny as shit. Brent does the same shit. Um, yeah. So Shout then are we, are we saying that you guys think that Eli Manning is uh, getting in... Above Philip, you're saying then? Yes, yes. Hundo yes. yeah. B. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I see because you agree. They're, the, they're the same person, but Eli has two Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're the same yeah. person. See now that except... I can I can get on board with. But think about Eli. He knew to get the fuck out. He won his shit. He's like, I'm not gonna let anyone think any worse of me. I'm getting out. Because now he doesn't. It was just like Peyton, but Peyton's just so smart. He made it work somehow. Peyton's head just got bigger. But I'm just yeah. saying that Eli like Manning. Sheen, <laughs> Eli Manning and Philip Rivers started both in 2004, and Philip Rivers has about 60 more touchdown passes. I don't know. Just, I mean, I see what you're I saying. Mean, you went to when, when you, when you can dump I it. Agree. When you can dump it three yards to Ladanian Tomlinson, like you, you get some touchdowns under your belt. Yeah, like, I don't want to. Well. I don't want to knock him for having dogs like Antonio Gates and stuff. That that one-two punch was Michael Floyd, probably the best ever quarterback tight end. Like, because without each other, they would be like, all right. But then when they linked up, they just like took took both of them. But Antonio Gates was nasty with with Brew Drees, too. I mean, Drew Brees was nasty, too. So it's hard to tell. That guy had a nice setup. The Brew. Antonio Gates, he played for like a crazy amount of time and just had two great quarterbacks, which is like some wide receivers, just poor bastards. Never get anybody. (laughs) Yeah, like DJ Chark. All right. So. Hang in there, DJ. We're going <laughs> to move We're gonna into our next segment. Up and our, our next, next segment. segment is the fan favorite. We like to call fan favorite. NFL trivia. Now, Zach's usually the host of that. I'll be taking over this week. And this is going to be a three-way. You know, we're not splitting up in any team. So what you guys, what we're going to do is I'm going to read the question. I'm going to read. I'm going to share my screen with you guys right now. Like, should you just, like, assign a question to us and, like, one of us guess? Or, like, no, are we going to vote? we're all guess. You guys are all going to guess. I'm gonna, can you guys see what I'm, what I'm working with right here? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read the question, and I'm going to read all the contestants. When I'm done with all the contestants, you guys are going to hit the reaction button. You hit it before I'm done reading, it doesn't count, okay? So I'm going to read through all the answer choices, and when I'm done with that, hit the reaction. First to three wins, okay? Okay, no, number one. Who is the only Super Bowl MVP to have played on a losing team? A. Larry Zonka. B. Randy White. 
D or C Len Dawson or D Chuck Howley. We go with Matt. Uh, I mean, everyone knows it's Len Dawson. All right, Jesse. Uh, Larry Zonka didn't lose Super Bowls, so I'm gonna go uh, with Randy White because he might have lost a couple in Dallas. Oh. See, it was old Chuck Howley won the so award I, despite the Cowboys' loss in Super Bowl Five. Oh, Jesse, I guess. Back. Well, Steve, it doesn't like. Well, I guess it lets you. The third time, it just shows you anyway. So no one got points. Which is fair because at, the, at yeah, a certain yeah. point, you're just picking in a 50 50 ball. Exactly. Or like, well, well, that was my strategy. All right. Who was the first openly gay player drafted by an NFL team? A. Ray McDonald, B. Dave Copay, C. Michael Sam, or D. Jerry Smith? I saw Steve. Mike Sam. Mike Sam. One of the most memorable draft moments of go. all time. There you go. Kissed the Missouri, played for the Rams in four preseason games, but was released. Okay, Steve's got one. How many passes did Brett Favre attempt for the Atlanta Falcons? A, 40, B, 400, C, none, or D, 4? Uh, Jesse. I don't think he ever threw a pass for the Atlanta Falcons. So none. Ooh, Matt, I saw you. Four. That is yeah. correct. He attempted four passes, oh, resulting in two interceptions and zero completion. So one to one. I remember that. What I knew he was, started off awful, but I thought it was Green Bay. What was the name of the no-huddle offense the Bills used under head coach Marv Levi? A. Air Coryell. B, K-Gun, C, West Coast, or D, Run and Shoot? Jesse, Steve, you went too early. Uh, I'm the offense coordinator, Run and Shoot. Shoot. Oh, that is incorrect. Oh, what? Steve? It's the West Coast. Oh, oh correct. What was it? It was the K-Gun offense, known Man. for the no-huddle shotgun formation. QB Jim Kelly led the Bills a record four consecutive Super Bowls, losing all of them. Shout out, Buffalo, you twits. <laughs> How many playoff games did the Cardinals win during their 28-year stay in St. Louis? A, 6, B, 0, B, or C, 3, D, 9. Matt? Zero. That is correct. Matt's got two. Jesse's got zero, and Steve's got one, I believe. All right, we're going to go. Which Colts running back led the league in receptions? A, Liddell Mitchell, B, Joe Washington, C, Marshall Falk, or D, Jacob Tammy? Jesse? I'm actually surprised my guy, Edron James, did it on the That's what I was thinking myself. Or even Joseph Adai. Yeah, yeah. But I know Marshall Falk was there for a couple years. And he might have done it. Mm. I mean, at least, you know, at least I'm shooting. You're shooting, just nothing, not landing. <laughs> what you got? My oh, boy, Joe. Ash. Ash. Oh, man. Oh, dude, Lindell Mitchell, back in the 70s. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just guessing, bro. <laughs> yeah, at that point. Yeah, I thought it was like Peyton Manning era, I was thinking. 
I didn't know that. I guess Johnny Hugh. He, he knew I, I was going back to the seven. Yeah. All right, here we go. How many games made up the NFL regular season schedule in 1982? A16, B9, C17, or D14? I saw Steve first. I mean, 14. Right. Oh. Um, I think I saw Matt's name. Nine games. It was only nine that year. Nine as a oh. result of the strike. Fifty-seven. You know, that was that was the year um, our 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 boy the kicker from the Redskins won the won the MVP. Yo, you're right. What a wacky year. Right. Yeah. Yo, yo, I knew it had to be a strike or something going on. Like that's so have, like, funny. Yo, last week we mentioned Priest Holmes before NFL trivia, and then he happened to come up. Also, I will say that it's three points for your boy. I don't know if we were playing to three or five. five <laughs> Matt is the winner. Congratulations. I am victorious. Victorious. I am the most knowledgeable football uh, enthusiast. Matt in wins this, this week. So we have Steve won the, the very first NFL trivia, if I'm not mistaken. Steve, Steve's team won. And then last week, I won. And now this week, Matt. So congratulations, Matt, on winning our third annual NFL trivia. All right. Now let us, I'm going to talk us into our next section here with uh, Steve. Steve's going to be hosting that. And this section is going to be called, Steve, what's it called? We're doing the Celebrity Network. Let's do it. You got him picked up. All right. So here's what we're doing. <clears throat> Steve is going to lead this one. We got uh, a number of celeb, or not celebrities, NFL players. Um, and we're reading off. Uh, each one of us is going to try and guess whether they are or – I mean, how are we going to do it, Steve? You can explain. I mean, so, so, yeah, I'm calling an audible. It's kind of tough to tell if they're broke. Uh, so we're just going to do over under the celebrities network. Okay, and you're All looking right. at the answers, right? Yep. Don't have their accounts receivable. According to celebrityworth.com is where I'm getting my answers from. You, you can go check the tapes, check the, check the ticket. But check the tapes. We got – the first totally. one up, we got Jerry Rice, the famous Jerry Rice. Oh my God. Over under 45 minutes. Still doing stuff. Jerry Rice? Well, actor. I guess. Who's going over? Over. Under. Over. I am going over. Jerry. He's got his so own, we got like, Jesse energy drink in that one. Yeah. yeah, we got Jesse and Brown winning that one. Jerry Rice with a net worth of fifty-five million right now. God damn! Oh god damn! All right, the goat, the greatest of the all goat. time. I'm about to say, the goat. Been this next one, this one goat. House, he can make some money. This next one's a little kind of sad. Adrian Peterson, the famous Adrian oh, Peterson, sorry. over under eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh man, oh, no. AP, he's still yeah. playing, isn't he? Yeah, Matt, Matt, he, had, he, had a, he got he got robbed basically. He got some creditors. I, I don't know if those investment gone wrong or like close close associates, but I'm gonna go under on that one. Unfortunately, I mean he uh, gotta have a million. I'm gonna go over. He gotta have a million unless what's what's the, the now with the credit now now with the debt he's in. I, yeah. I will Everybody. say on this on this website you can go into debt. You can, I, I remember one time looking it up. Lindsay Lohan had like negative like three million dollars, so I think you can go negative on this site. Just saying. Owed a lot of crack dealers. Um, I'm saying. gonna go with. 
under under yeah i wish i could hammer the over do we know right the here. date of this is this is this, this is a uh, up to date as of when because sometimes you look at them and they say like as of 2019 you know and you're like oh that was like two years ago but all right i mean i think, it's, I think it's pretty up to date i think it's pretty what's up the to date. What, what is jesse's answer i forgot what jesse said brent said under you said jesse under. said over I believe. Over. jesse said he's gotta have at least a mil so Jesse yeah. is going to win Adrian Peterson at a flat oh, mill right okay, now. Okay, cool. Yeah, he got a mill. I mean, he played this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn. All right. This next one, we're going to be doing a little uh, trade-off. So who has a higher net worth? We got Darrell Revis. Oh, well, Lewis we played Darrell. longer. I'm going to go Lewis. What year did he murder someone? <laughs> he got Early on <laughs> covered up a murder back in college. I don't think he ever actually murdered someone, but he 100% was involved in the cover. And now all he has to do is preach God and everyone's just none the wiser. Shout out, Ray. You have to imagine. I, mean, I guess not. I was going to say, like, it might be hard to market, you know, someone who's clearly involved in murder. Um, <laughs> he, like, he, he, like, speaks at colleges. Right, yeah. I was going to say, he, he does a lot of stuff. And, I mean, he was on the cover of Madden, you know, after the murder. And uh, you know, he did all, all kinds of things. After sure. the murder, post murder. Post so Matt, can murder. I put you down for Ray Lewis? Uh, uh, I'm gonna go Ray Lewis. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Yeah, Ray Lewis. I just I don't see anyone giving Darrell commercials. You know, Ray Lewis is on the NFL Network. You know. Yeah. I mean, he used Damn, to have that one. So. All you guys, Darrell Revis with a cool seventy mil wow. in the bank. What was he doing like real estate or Ooh. something? No, he was GameStop. Ray Lewis was game five, which is a little bit less than I expected, but Darrell Revis is doing very well for himself. Sorry, Darrell. Pit, pit grad. They taught so, you well. Uh, you're, you're quadrupling. You're, so you're update on the standings. There. We'll do... Uh, Revis Island. He's over there we'll, locking up his money. We'll do, uh, we'll do yeah. two more. We'll do two more. Currently, it is uh, Jesse with two, Brent with one, Matt with zero. And get these 50-50 balls. Matt, Matt's got a tough time on these game shows. Alright. You guys want to do Joe Namath or Lawrence Taylor? Joe Namath. Oh, oh dude. Those are both. Let's do who has more. That's what that we that's what we should do. Like, who has the higher? Alright, alright, alright. Who's got more? Joe Namath or Lawrence Taylor? That's tough because Joe's been doing it since back in the day. They back both party. Broadway Joe. Salaries weren't very big back then though, you know? Yeah, but sponsorship, bro. We we talking network now. My man's been in the spotlight, and and if I'm not mistaken, Lawrence, as awesome of a player as he was, he's had some trouble in his, uh, his post career. If I'm mistaken, the law. So I'm going Joe. I'm going Broadway Joe. Keep passing on the Jets. I can't. All right, Matt. You got any fun? Matt, you can't be looking this up. I see you looking. Oh, sorry. It was a it was a work thing. It was a work thing. I don't really uh, you think I've been looking these up? You're goddamn crazy. I'm gonna say more. Well, you haven't got uh, one right, so you're not very good at it. Uh, I'm going with Joe Namath. I got I got LT new money. Jesse, you let him get one back. It's Joe Namath. This one's actually oh, this, no. one's, this one's like super lopsided. Also, because Joe Namath is worth 25 million, and LT Joe is, is oh, at 200,000. <laughs> Jesse, you picked the guy, the guy who's got two hundred. I mean, dude, if you own a house, you got more than that, probably. He's, he's going got, month to month. 
I mean, he's got money buried in the basement. People don't if know I, about. If I'm not mistaken, um, Lawrence Taylor was a fan of the slopes. Yeah, I mean, he liked the party. Joe Namath liked the party, too. I thought that was Joe, Joe Namath is uh, recovered, if I'm not mistaken, though. Joe Namath had that falling out on Monday Night Football, but I believe he's a better man. He loves God. No, but, like, back in his day, he wasn't, like, putting in oh, of you know, course, of hay. course. He was, like, with the baddest chicks of all time in New York City. Of course, of course. I mean, like, he's been out. around. Like, you're t- like he's, the man's been making money, though, since, every day. Doesn't act like the man ain't even crying. It's Broadway Joe. Yeah, he, he, he's in on those Medicare commercials on MSNBC. That's true, dude. He probably it's got a ton income. of money from that. Yeah. Time. Have you been it's government money right there? <laughs> Dependable. We got Jim Kelly oh. over under twelve point. I don't know if we should talk about. Ain't, ain't the man had his jaw removed and all that shit? Should we be going into the man's financials? Maybe we should move on to the next one. <laughs> Maybe not Jim. We could do kind of a fun one of right. some nobodies. Yeah. Uh, how about how about I Dan Orlovsky? My man, Jim. I mean, Jim in terms Jim. of football, Dan Orlovsky's sort of a nobody. <laughs> He's like a longtime backup, ran outside the back of a. Of Jesse end doesn't like one of the funniest Orlovsky. NFL plays of all time. Yeah. But but he's he's on he's on shows now. He's on the morning shows. See him every morning. Dan Orlovsky yeah. over under. Pat McAfee was yelling at I'll, him. I'll give week. you guys. I'll give you guys the same the same line on Dan. What's the number? What's the line? Twelve point five. Wow, Dan. For that just being the line, you're doing pretty well. Oh. Um yeah. I'm gonna go under. That sounds like a lot of money for Dan. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. Hammer the over. <clears throat> Jesse with another win right there. Dan Orlovsky oh, at five. Damn. Five mil. I was expecting more though. He's he's on he's on ESPN. Five? It was now like a five. Why was the line twelve? Five mil. And he was a long time backup. Backup is still making money. Don't hit the over. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so I mean, Jesse right now has got let's see one. I think we can count Jesse for winning this one. Three. Yeah, we we do a fun one. How much you guys think Pete Rose is worth? Sort of switching up sports right now. Itsuki. Two mil. I have no idea. Uh, fifty thousand. Seven mil. He's worth three mil. You guys had some pretty realistic guesses. I was thinking the man gambles <laughs> a lot, but he was, you know, he's top dog. He was a gambling addict. But he just sits there and signs autographs now. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Just. All right. Well, OJ Simpson would just sit there, just sign autographs, man. Just count. I'll... I was thinking about putting OJ in this segment, but <laughs> just sit yeah, there in jail, and jail. signing, yeah. just making money off he's, everything. He's not signed. in jail, bro. The man's free. I'm talking about when he was in jail. Uh, uh when he was. Oh yeah, that money was in the documentary. He was signing all the footballs. <laughs> he was so signing like, all the footballs. So when he gets out, he can steal them back. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So looks like Jesse won that segment. Congratulations, Jesse. Um. You know, the only one who hasn't won and not hosted is Brent. I know Brent hosted the trivia. Okay, so we're sitting even here. Um, moving forward, we, uh, we have two. We don't have any more segments, but I do want to mention something interesting that I found that, like, blew my head off. I was looking to see who was, like, the, the all-time rap sheet guy for committing crimes, obviously, <laughs> as far as sports is involved. And there is... 
an outlier. There is a man who has killed the game. No one has come even close to this dude. Now, I don't know where these numbers come from. And I was wondering if you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, so we're talking about total numbers. Any sports. Any sports. Any sport. Number of arrests we're going for. Number of arrests. Um, I mean, you can get like petty stuff. To get all right. All right. All right. I'll think of something. This man was in the NBA in the 80s. Is it a well-known guy or like someone that's like. Could literally, could literally be anybody. Literally be anything. I'll, I'll give you a better hint. He was banished from the NBA in 2000, or sorry, 1987 due to a cocaine addiction. addiction. Uh, if that I helps know at all. I know this. I know this. That's savage. I was going to guess Dennis Rodman, but I think that's too early. Yeah, no, Dennis Rodman yeah. has nothing on this dude. This dude is a Hall of Fame first ballot criminal. Who was the guy that punched the dude in the head and knocked him unconscious? That was in the 70s, actually. Never mind. <clears throat> All right, well, I'll just come up with the answer because it sounds like no one's getting it. There's How this man, think- Eddie Johnson. Oh, my God. Eddie Johnson is oh, the answer. Fast Eddie. You know who Fast Eddie is? Fast Eddie has over 100 arrests. Over 100. It's just 100 plus because they don't even know. I mean, like, it's, they couldn't even keep up with this guy. You know, the next closest one this Fast. guy named Isaiah Ryder. Don't even really know who that is. Uh, but oh, he's yeah. only got 30. So this dude, <laughs> second place, blew, blew it out of the water. Com- and this is according to Complex, you know. Reasonably. Uh, Real news. Yeah, it's reasonable news. Um, and then we have Arch Schlitter at three with 16 arrests. But see, we're going from 16 to 30 to 100 plus. I mean, that's bananas. Because, like, after a certain amount of crimes, you, you, it's hard to commit that many crimes because you end up, well, in prison, right? Uh, you <laughs> Usually. You know what I mean? Like, to, to get in and out, it's, it's crazy. I mean, 100, that's like, Petty like one a week. Dude. That's one a week. a good-ass lawyer. Petty Eddie. He must have because uh, He's a petty otherwise he wouldn't have been able to c- commit 100 arrests. All right, so that's all I have for you. I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't know you could get arrested 100 times, but Fast Eddie <laughs> apparently did. Uh, so – uh i'll let brent you want to read us out or if you got anything else to say yeah so thanks guys for joining us for another episode of the guys who talk about sports thanks steve jesse and matt as always you know um a couple weeks till the super bowl we made a good episode and you know shout out to anchor best way to make a podcast zach and joe will be back with us next week be sure to leave a review and to like and subscribe we'll leave a question on our instagram page at guys talk about sports 101 and thanks for listening guys you know we did some fun stuff today we reviewed um championship weekend we did a little bit of super bowl insight um some deshaun watson talk and you know some trivia stuff we're trying to mix it up for you here and we're gonna figure out figure out ways you know transition into uh basketball season and so on and so forth so thanks a lot for joining us and if you guys have anything else you want to say now would be the time be on the lookout so i'm gonna say uh raise the flag go bucks i sail far away all right well thanks for joining (laughs) us guys and we will see you next week Shout out to Anchor, the best way to make a podcast.
Jamal. 